0: Having four kids definitely rearranges your body, it rearranges your priorities, and the time that you have, I realized there had to be a better way to do things.
1: Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are, whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts, and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. to have her tell her story and uh, share some wisdom with you. Let me tell you a few things about Debbie before we get started. She has four boys, four boys that she had in four years. She'll tell you more about that story. She is a fitness and nutrition guru. She is trained by metabolic effect as a personal trainer and instructor. And if you don't know the metabolic effect team yet, um, I shall introduce you to them. It's an amazing outfit and they have one of the best books that I've read on fitness in a long time. Debbie is a certified trainer, as I said, and she has a private coaching business as well as being one of the co owners of Mom Sanity, which we'll talk a little bit more about. So, lots more about that. And, Debbie, what I really want to do is I'd like for you to introduce yourself and uh, share a little bit about your story before we jump in today.
0: Thanks for having me. Yeah. I I am the proud owner of four wild and rascally children <laughs> that I had in four years. Yes. So I have a 10-year-old son, a nine-year-old son, and then twins that are six years old. So our house is very loud and um, there's lots of violence and destruction. <laughs>
1: I love it. I can only imagine. I'm one of four myself. And I just don't think my mom had the nerve to have all of us in four years. I just don't think she was up for it. I'm sure your house is spotless at all times, right, Debbie?
0: <laughs> well, the dust bunnies are kind of like the extras in our family. And it's funny because I was actually compromising with my husband and agreed to have a third child. So the surprise was when we saw twins on the ultrasound and three somehow became four. <laughs>
1: Tell me a little bit about that story. That was just, that's just the beginning of your story, isn't it?
0: It is. I was a school teacher and decided to be a stay-at-home mom with those four kids and raise them and was doing the whole suburban mom thing, and it was going just fine. And then my pants decided to backlash against me and no longer allowed me to live off of Little Debbie's and Lucky Charms, which was terrible. That was very sad for me. And that's when I realized that I had to make some major changes in how I was living, like what I was eating, what I was putting into my body, because I felt like trash and was really unhappy. I was not willing to buy a new wardrobe to accommodate my expanding size after having all these kids. So I started working out mostly ineffectively and trying to limit my calories, which is like the dumbest idea ever. Like it never works. It never lasts. And so I made it about a week. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I needed those calories. So yeah, I mean, having four kids definitely rearranges your body. It rearranges your priorities and the time that you have. And so that's when I, I realized there had to be a better way to do things to maximize my time and you just never know what life is going to throw at you so i think that's kind of my life was pretty good and my biggest issue was don't eat the lucky charms and 2 years and 3 months ago my husband had an accident and he passed away suddenly which even just saying it sounds so unreal like it it really is like the worst movie ever and It's just, it it blows my mind that he is gone and that my children became fatherless and that I had this widow title without being 78 years old. And at that point, I realized that I was going to have to take care of the family. And I, I did not want to go back to the classroom because after having four children and finally getting to that finish line of having them stuck in my house... They were at school. I didn't want to subject myself to 30 kids all day long because I don't really like children. I mean, I like my own. <laughs> so, I think everyone <laughs> listening can
1: appreciate that you that that box was checked for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I said, I really have. This newfound passion for nutrition and exercising properly, thanks to one of my really good friends, Emily, who is and was a trainer at the time. And she kind of said, you know, I think you can do this. I think that you can be a convenient option for other moms out there who want to do things better for themselves, they want to take care of their family. And that starts by taking care of themselves. And I was like, that is a great idea. I should, I should jump on board with that. And I kind of just dove headfirst into the ice cold water. And it's been definitely an adventure, but a really great decision.
1: Well, Debbie, were you athletic prior to that? I mean, did you work out much before you had your four kids? Like, tell me what life was like. If you can remember life before kids. No,
0: well, it seems like a dream. It's like a dream. (laughs) And it's funny because I married a PE teacher. So opposites attract. I did not like sweating. I wanted to keep eating Lucky Charms three times a day. I really was convinced that was going to be okay. And I just started working out because of necessity. My genes were so tight that I said, I don't want to do this, but I'm, I'm going to decide to do this, to make this choice. And like anything, it takes a while to become a habit, but once it was a habit, then it becomes something that you actually crave and can enjoy. But it's definitely been a process. This is not old Debbie <laughs> by any stretch.
1: <laughs> well, and Debbie, this is so, I think people will find this so relatable and it's it's hard to believe listeners because if you could see Debbie right now and you will because I'll put her um, links in the show notes on the webpage when we post this episode so that you can go right to Debbie's sites and actually see for yourself, this girl is sick fit. She is in some shape. So I am trying to picture Debbie Wilkins bysden like not in shape and I'm not, I'm struggling. But Debbie, the story that you're telling actually is so relatable for so many people. You know, when you're in your 20s you get away with a lot. And I mean let's be honest, Lucky Charms are really low fat, right? And that's what's important, right? That's what's important.
0: Forget sugar.
1: It's all about low fat. And guys, I hope you know I'm kidding about that. But um, having been on the Lucky Charms college diet myself Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, that didn't work for me either Debbie and I think so many people find that in their 20s they can get away with so much and then you have children and you go on the eat what I'm preparing for my kids diet which is always interesting because for some reason we don't tend to make our kids real food right unless we're unless we're on the bandwagon we're like McNuggets that's what I need to eat tonight McNuggets because they're (laughs) right there they're right there yes yes (laughs) any food okay. I can pick up with two fingers yes yeah. <laughs> and then you turn around and you don't look like yourself anymore and and you like so many women you started working out because you wanted your jeans to fit I mean let's be honest you started working out because you didn't like the way that you looked um, and probably didn't love the way that you felt I'm assuming Debbie but not really because you're like ah oh, you know what I'm dying for whole foods <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I was all about, you know, eating sugar and starch and soda, basically everything that you shouldn't have. Like I didn't feel the need to eat anything green and that was just fine with me. And then my body, it just, it really does change the older you get and then reproducing those things just re havoc, it and... I'm really grateful for that, actually. Like, I needed that kick in the butt so I can get myself in gear, and it really – my my whole perspective has changed from the vanity of, yes, I still want to fit in my pants, but I also – want to feel good so that i can have that ripple effect on my family so that i am not screaming at them as I'm having my sugar crash for example <laughs> not I, that i don't that know what you're talking happened. about <laughs> <laughs> yeah me me neither I've just read about it yeah so my friend and uh trainer Emily approached me after talking with another girl kate about basically having this revolutionary way of looking at fitness and nutrition and motherhood and faith all combined into one and she said hey do you want to be a part of this and I have no idea what she's talking about but I'm I'm in because I have learned ever since losing my husband that I am not in charge of of my destiny and this sounded really interesting to have an online community a way of reaching moms wherever they are at other whatever, whatever stage of motherhood and saying we're going to meet you exactly where you are and we're going to teach you the most effective way to eat and how to get optimal results with your body without spending your entire day in the gym because that's ridiculous. And it's, it's just been a huge blessing.
1: That's amazing, and it so speaks to why I wanted to share you and your message with our listeners, Debbie, because so many people struggle with, how do I do, it's so complicated, health and fitness and wellness, it's so complicated, and and it is confusing, Debbie, because people make money off of making it confusing, um, and, and then they say, you know, I don't have time, and that's all great, Ella, you know, love love your message, but I have two kids, and I have a job, and they play sports, and blah, 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 and I wanted to just Really, just raise you up, Debbie, and tell your story because here you are. You were widowed at age thirty-five with four. To, what a What was their age range, Debbie, when you lost your husband, Aaron?
0: My twins were four years old, and so the brothers were. Let's see, seven, and the other brother was, I believe, eight. Yeah. Oh my
1: goodness. So
0: it, you know, that just turns everything um, upside down it really, you know, I still, I really just can't even put it into words, just how surreal it really is and how busy I became. It was a full-time job just to put one foot in front of the other.
1: Yeah, I think we can appreciate that for sure. And I think that also it's so inspiring to those of us who haven't suffered a loss like that or who have in either case that you were able to still take control of the things that you were able to take control of while learning that not everything falls into that category and say, you know what, I'm still going to, I'm going to make the the different choices. I'm going to make different choices for me and I'm going to make different choices for my family. And then amazingly, you turned it into a business. So guys, I think you can understand why I wanted Debbie to share her message with you today. And we're going to focus in on some principles that we think can help you actually apply to your own life. And so Debbie, I know one of the things that you like to share with your followers, is that they should do endless hours
0: of cardio never touch a weight and starve themselves is that correct evie <laughs> yeah basically if you could just stay on the treadmill and find a way to sleep on the treadmill you will have the most rocking body in the world that's
1: right that's right that's the secret guys so you can just press stop here <laughs> one thing that you are a big proponent of that i am only just sort of learning have really only come into this uh, wisdom in the past year or two is that you don't have to work out for hours at the gym in fact you are not doing your body any favors to be working out for hours at the gym and calorie restriction
0: is stupid
1: and that you can actually do what? Debbie, talk us through what actually works.
0: What actually works is, and it's all scientifically proven, but in order to get more bang for your buck from exercise, you actually want, instead of what you hear in the media of working out more you actually need to work out smarter and by doing that you can do that in a very short amount of time we like to do high-energy workouts that are done interval style and they're actually rest-based workouts which means you're encouraged to rest and you should rest often during your workouts and I work out for 20 minutes at a time and that's it. And I use two heavy dumbbells and that's all the equipment I need. No gym membership, nothing else, just two heavy dumbbells. And you get to the point where you are so breathless and the weights are so heavy, but yet it's over almost soon after it started. And then you can continue burning calories for 24 to 48 hours after the workout ends, which you cannot say of after you go on a jog.
1: Yeah. That's the truth. I mean, I go on a jog and I come home and I pretty much eat anything that doesn't have a nail in it. If it's not nailed to the counter, it's going in my face. Um, so really 20 minutes.
0: Yes. And 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 the, the workouts are so intense, they're very doable, absolutely. It's challenging but not impossible, and you can modify according to your level. But you are pushing so hard and getting this great testosterone release, whereas if you did that steady-state, moderate-intensity workouts like aerobics, um, a lot of group fitness classes at gyms, going for a run. All of those things actually are going to increase your stress hormones. And like you were saying, they're going to make you even hungrier. So you're going to have a spike in cravings and you're going to fill it with biscuits, cookies, and chips. And then you get kind of this fatter belly look. So you're more of a skinny fat person, which is not ideal. So with these workouts, you're actually getting the aerobic effect as well as the anaerobic effect. So that just means that you're, you're so spent that you can't help but have this really sculpted physique that's, that's toned, but it's also still very feminine.
1: But Debbie, a lot of women I know, and there are men listening too, of course, and they don't tend to be frightened of the weights, but the women, uh, you know, I hear so many times, but I don't want to bulk up and I don't want those big thighs and those
0: bulging deltoids. So, you know, I want to look like a girl. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I haven't been accused of looking like a man that I know (laughs) what, at least to my face, (laughs) but you know, as long as your nutrition is really tight, then it is hormonally impossible to become the Hulk as a girl. There is that testosterone release from the workouts, but that does not make you grow a beard and, you know, (laughs) and have to wear bigger jeans or anything like that. It's actually going to just pull everything in and make it tighter and smaller. So the only way to get bigger from doing these workouts is by not, having really clean nutrition. You really do have to eat right. And then this is the icing on the cake.
1: That's so true. Because what I think a lot of people don't know is when they see these women that are in their high heels and their bikinis, I think what they don't know is that they had to really, really manipulate their diets in order to create that look Um, which is not a look that you are in possession of. Uh, The women who do look particularly, call it what you want, big, call it just really, really strong because there's nothing wrong with it if that's your thing, but they'll all tell you. They had to work very hard with a very distinct methodology to actually get that look. So what happens when you lift heavy weights, I'm learning from people like you, Debbie, and the metabolic effect workouts and the workouts that your group on Mom Sanity shares is that you actually pull everything in so when you're lifting weights you're creating muscle and it's it's contracting and so everything on your body tightens up and it's actually the only way to sculpt your body so diet can certainly influence and and does influence your body's ability to you know increase your metabolic rate and to burn calories and so on and so forth but if you want to change your shape actually tone and lift, which are two words I'm a huge fan of, Um, (laughs) (laughs) if you actually want to tone and lift, you got to have some resistance. Is that true, Debbie?
0: Absolutely. I like how you said that. that. That really makes a lot of sense. And I think it does go against what women have been taught over the years that you should just go for a run or lift those cute pink three pound weights so that you, you know, you don't bulk up like you were saying, and it it just isn't the case. You really do have to watch what you eat. You cannot outrun your fork, and you can't reward <laughs> your workouts with um, certain sweet, sweet drinks from certain coffee places.
1: <laughs> I have no idea what you
0: you're talking about. <laughs> Again, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and I want to be clear to the audience that Debbie and I are not saying don't go for a run. Whatever you do, do not ride a bicycle. Like, obviously, there's a time and a place for doing the things that make you happy. So if the spin class makes you happy, friends, and it does make me happy every once in a while, then go do your thing. Um, I mean, I bike, I run, I do yoga, I'll hit a spin class sometimes, and it, that's not bad. What, what Debbie is saying is that the outcome that you want should drive the activities that you do. So I do things like that Debbie, because I enjoy them. And I don't do things like that because, um, they're going to tone and tighten and lift because they don't quite frankly. And I had, I did not get the results that I was seeking until I started introducing resistance into my, uh, into my protocol. So even, even guys, if, if it's just push-ups and using body weight resistance, you can accomplish a huge amount just using the, uh, the weight of your own body. Have you found that to be the case, Debbie?
0: Oh, absolutely. With my workouts, I really do about half body weight and half weight lifting because you really, you need those, those muscle fibers to be able to twitch and and certain movements will cause that in certain wall. And I'm a huge fan of Pilates and definitely doing any restorative work, like taking walks that you need to. And then other times just basically just going like balls out and going sprinting instead of going for a run and lifting those weights and doing compound moves so that you could do, for example, a squat jump and then you know, add a bicep curl with that. So you're getting those muscles to basically multitask and that's what keeps your workouts really short is because you're doing a lot in a very quick amount of time. But I love doing body weight and that's equally effective along with plyometrics. So that's more of like the explosive jumping type movements that some people are not into, but those are another way to get a lot of results in a very quick amount of time. And guys,
1: there is no magic bullet. I will be the first person to tell you there is no magic bullet. However, it is this is truth. You can truly, truly change your body by exercising for 20 minutes a day Uh, multiple times a week so one day a week you know that's better than zero it's probably not going to get you where you need to be but if you right now if you only added in three days and did 20 minutes I assure you it's addictive I assure you that three days would grow to five before you knew it but you would see real change and I think what happens Debbie is people get so overwhelmed by the thoughts like the the idea of oh I have to go to the gym and some of them aren't comfortable going to the gym or they don't want to put on the clothes you have to wear to go to the gym and um, or who has the time and what I love about your message is you're telling me you have first of all guys debbie looks like a fitness model okay she she is just she is a beautiful woman and she is in great and she's shaking her head as i tell you this and you can go you can go make your own decision about that okay you can go let's go let's cyber stalk debbie and see if, see if we all agree all right but here's here's the point debbie doesn't have a gym membership Debbie has four kids. (laughs) Debbie has a business. She's an entrepreneur. And Debbie has a new husband named Jason, who I don't think we've mentioned yet. Perhaps we should mention him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I actually got married, which I never thought I would get married twice in my lifetime. But I married a wonderful man, Jason, this summer. And Of course, God always has a sense of humor, just like with having twins, and Jason and I have been friends for a dozen years, and he used to go camping with my late husband, so it's been a very more sweet than bitter time for me because I now have another guy in my brood who I just adore and he is so supportive and I've helped him with workouts and nutrition, which is always fun to boss people around. (laughs) But yeah, so life has definitely, you know, gone from lemons to lemonade with me. That's
1: amazing. And frankly, I think we know that relationships take work. And so I think that the point for this audience is like you have you have a great many responsibilities and obligations and your message to the world is guys give yourself a break and just spend 20 minutes a day caring about yourself enough to kind of move your move your body or heck take the dog for a walk just do something to to start rediscovering you know that you that's in there somewhere so I just love that part of your message Debbie and by the way congratulations thank you all right so let's talk about your second big message that really is based around it's a combination. combination between processed food, but really with a focus on sugar. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, most of us grew up hearing that we should buy things that are low fat. I remember my mom buying low fat ranch, and that's just what you did. That made good sense. And I still see a lot of labels that are saying no fat, fat free, low fat. And it's, it's very disturbing to me because what is a bigger problem is those lower fat items have usually twice the amount of sugar in order to enhance the taste. So sugar is basically the enemy. I realize that there's good natural sugars like found in fruit. What I'm talking about is things that are basically going to make you fat and bloated and have headaches because sugar is basically toxic to your body in mass amounts. The amount of sugar that's found in soda and bread and pastas a lot of the things that are packaged in boxes and containers are loaded with sugar and these refined carbohydrates just get converted to sugar which is what makes you fat so a lot of people think fat makes you fat no fat does not make you fat fat is good for you you need that for your body to be satisfied when you eat it helps with cognitive development but sugar does the opposite. It just makes everything go berserk within your body. So we want to have very limited amounts of that in our diets.
1: So, do you, would you describe your diet as restrictive?
0: It is a little bit restrictive, but at the same time, I feel like everybody has a different like a different balance for what works for them. So what may work for me may not work for someone else. So I, you know, I can maybe get away with not very much leeway in my diet whereas someone else could. But at the same time, I do try to restrict. For me personally, I do try to limit wheat and gluten and dairy and sugar because I've learned over time that the better I eat, the better I feel. And when I decide that I want to kind of veer off course and and have a cupcake, for example, I know that within 60 minutes my head will be pounding and I will have a really short fuse and start fussing at my kids for no reason. So it's amazing the impact of aggression that sugar can have on me. So it is restrictive, but it's more of like a guardrail where I appreciate the boundaries of what I can eat.
1: I understand. I understand. And I want to break that down just a little bit because some people will hear you say, you don't eat dairy, you don't eat gluten, you don't eat sugar, so you are consisting on... Air and coffee. Right? Is that your diet? Are you on the air and coffee diet, I, Abby?
0: I'm on the celery and vodka diet. Yes.
1: <laughs> Is yeah. that okay? Yeah, I mean there's no gluten in vodka. Let's <laughs> just, just want to be clear about that with the audience. So tell people, because I'm obviously being facetious and I happen to um I happen to eat similarly to the way Debbie eats, which is to say it looks so restrictive to the outside world. And yet I eat, and this is no exaggeration, two to three times the amount of calories than most women I know,
0: which can you relate to that? Absolutely. And I like to eat six times a day. So I, I am never hungry. I try to eat preemptively before my stomach ever growls. So I eat mass portions because who gets fat eating broccoli? I mean, so most people are so fixed on having lots of whole grains when really it half of every plate that you fix should be vegetables. And then after that the bulk of it you want to be some form of lean protein and then you still want to have carbs carbs are not the devil they are they're necessary for part of fueling this machine that we call our body so things like brown rice and oats quinoa sweet potato those kinds of things are are not bad it's just a matter of how much can you personally have which may look different than the person next to you because we're all kind of unique in that way.
1: That is so true. And I know that's a big message that you share and that metabolic effect shares. And just that, honestly, if there was one diet that worked for everybody in the world, don't you think that by 2014, 2015, 2016, that we would all be on that diet? (laughs) Don't you think we would have figured that out by now? So the truth is different things work for different people. So I know people, uh, I personally, I eat a lot of calories and I would Fall down dead after two hours of not eating. Uh, that's that's my hypothesis and I'm sticking to it. Um, I eat really inordinate amounts of fat that are natural, that came from something that, that actually existed and walked on this earth, was planted in this earth. My body does not do well when I fill it with things it doesn't recognize. And guys, sugar... Sugar is by definition a processed food. So when you see natural sugar, now we're not talking about natural fructose that is in fruits, although you cannot just eat fruits endlessly. When you are consuming processed foods that your body doesn't recognize, it's going to store those mystery foods as Fat and natural sugar uh in quotes is actually refined through a process like you cannot go gnaw on a sugar cane um it is it is highly highly processed um into the into the white powdered stuff um that ends up in the bulk of uh processed foods and sometimes debbie though it doesn't always show up as sugar does it sometimes I mean you might look at the back of your cereal box and it might uh, advertise low sugar, but can you explain why that is the same thing as? tossing a donut back in some ways.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with hormones. Every time you're eating, you're sending a piece of information to your body and it's all your meals throughout the day form a whole story, regardless of what you may want your body to look like and what you're hoping for. When you open your mouth and put that piece of food in there, it's not necessarily about the calories, whether it's, a piece of chicken or an awesome donut, both of them can have the same amount of calories, but knowing that the sugar level obviously is much higher in a donut or a soda or barbecue sauce or Chinese food for crying out loud that all of these things send information to your body that you need to have an insulin surge and go into fat storing mode which is never what we want
1: to just close out that point I um, also encounter a lot of people, a lot of experts who do really well on high fat, high fatty meats, avocado, bacon, butter, you know, real food. I think the point here is at the end of the day, everyone is on some nutrition team, right? Whether they're on the paleo team or the vegetarian team or um, (laughs) whatever team you're on. I think the point is this, eat real food you'll see a big difference, a big, big difference. Okay. I could talk about that all day long, but I want to talk about the third point, which I don't think the first two points matter without this third point, Debbie. And that third point is you eat like a saint all the time and you never, ever, ever miss a workout. And you've never, you haven't eaten a cookie in 10 years. Is that right, Debbie? (laughs)
0: That's it's actually been 11 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well done you.
0: All right, talk
1: to me talk to me now. Let's put some reality on all of this. Yeah,
0: in order for all of this to work, for all these workouts to happen and for your diet to be cleaned up, it's all based on planning. And I know that everybody is really busy and you just can't imagine adding one more thing, but it will become second nature once you get started. And what I mean by planning is deciding when you're going to exercise so I would make an appointment with yourself just like you would with the dentist you cannot break the appointment knowing it's only 20 minutes and you can even start with five minute workouts in and you will be surprised that after five minutes you will probably say to yourself you know what I think I can go five more minutes And then you're on this euphoric high afterwards because endorphins are a big after after shock to any workout. So that helps you keep wanting to plan those workouts. And after a few weeks, I think that doing three workouts a week does become habit. And maybe you don't have to write it on a calendar or set an alarm on your phone to remember to go exercise. Also with planning, you need to figure out what in the world you're going to eat and whether you eat three times a day or six times a day, you will never have success by accident. You will not just fall into this healthy lifestyle. And so how will you make that happen? Whether you go to the grocery store daily, weekly, monthly, you need to have some kind of plan in place. What are going what are my vegetables going to be? What kind of meats am I going to buy? what kind of produce is my favorite, what am I willing to try, and then have a menu created, and then spend some time prepping that food in bulk, which I know freaks people out for some reason, but I take some extra time, especially on weekends, when I tend to have a little bit more wiggle room in my schedule, and instead of cooking three chicken breasts, we will cook 12 chicken breasts. And we'll do that on the grill. And that way I have food on reserve that I can freeze and thaw in five minutes when I'm starving because no good decision is made when you're hungry. (laughs) And I, a lot of times for breakfast, will eat chicken sausages. So instead of cooking two chicken sausages, I'll cook 20 because it's the same amount of time at the stove, you're just using bigger portions. So I've been known to quadruple a lot of recipes and that way I always have food on hand You just, you have to have a plan in place.
1: Brilliant. Thank you so much. And tell me, do you stick to that plan 100% of the time and wear angel wings and a halo?
0: (laughs) No, what I'm a big fan of eating 100% clean 80% of the time. And what that means is as much as possible, I try to eat really tight, knowing what my goals are and knowing how food can make me feel. That said, I love that. That I have some grace and some wiggle room every day, whether I choose to have a fun size Snickers every day, or if I'd rather just save up and have one big indulgent meal on the weekends where I blow it out with pizza and donuts and Dr. Pepper, it's okay because one meal or even a few bites every day is never going to undo all of your hard work. And we need to have that grace. Otherwise, we rely on willpower and we are bound to fail.
1: I love something that I've heard you say before, which is you just have to, you have to know that there's a balance between having
0: a plan and having grace. Absolutely. You have to, I mean, this is life, this is real life and you can't just stay home and always have chicken on a salad. I mean, you have, you're meant to enjoy food. Absolutely. And I think it's okay to, to celebrate all the different foods out there and just know what works best for you and your goals.
1: Debbie, I love that. And I think it's so useful for our listeners also to hear that and that you're a real person and that you are, you're living a real life day to day with real obligations and real demands, but also with, um, you you give yourself a break. I mean, if, if think about this, everyone for just a moment, if let's take, let's take, um, the United States of America. If the United States of America ate real food 80% of the time and went hog wild 20% of the time, you wouldn't recognize our country. I mean, can you just envision, uh, can we start that revolution, please, Debbie?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am so on board with that. I would love, I would love, love, love that. People would be so much happier.
1: Well, guys, I I hope that you've gotten something out of Debbie's message today. And I think it's probably pretty clear why I wanted to, to share her story with you and have you hear from her. I just, I can't underscore enough just that these little changes make make a big big difference. Debbie started Debbie started with more challenges than your average bear, let's be honest. And if it frankly if you can do it Debbie and have these amazing results, I just I can't humor any of my own lame excuses or any of the rationalization that uh that we're all so comfortable with. So I thank you so much for sharing that story and I also want to let our audience know where they can learn more about you or how to find you and and how to cyberstalk you. and They can really get a visual. So Debbie, talk to us. Where where should we go to learn more about both your individual coaching and then about Project Mom Sanity and your Mom Sanity sisterhood?
0: You can definitely find me. Our Facebook page is called Mom Sanity and our website is projectmomsanity.com. And we have four pillars that we stand on, which is motherhood, faith, fitness, and nutrition. And we love helping moms. And really, we have some men too. They just kind of stay quiet. But we love helping moms to feel their best so that they can take care of their family. And we we want you to prioritize yourself. It's all a part of self-preservation to not just always put the kids first. And so we want to know that everyone to know you can make this happen that you don't need a nanny and a personal trainer and a chauffeur to (laughs) have a good life and so we have on our website tons of articles to help you with wherever you are spiritually nutritionally with your fitness in motherhood and we have a membership site which is the mom sanity sisterhood and this is really cool because a lot of moms have tried a bunch of different weight loss programs and they they've kind of done the yo-yo diet bit and it just never lasts it just never takes for whatever reason and a lot of moms will make kids their excuse to not do things whether it's i'm going to i'm too busy i can't even cook so i'm going to eat your macaroni and cheese or I would hate to take time to exercise and step away from being a mom for a few minutes. and we want to we want to reverse that and say you no know, children are the reason you do exercise. You do have time to for all of you to eat better than you are right now. And so we have a closed Facebook page of support with our three coaches, Kate, Emily, and myself. We have exclusive recipes that are geared towards fat loss, not just being healthy, because those are two very different subjects in the food world. And we also want to help with the faith aspect, that we we like to use our bodies so that we can serve better, and that does include our families. And We have workouts that are as close as the touch of a button on your computer screen. So it's basically like having an on-demand personal trainer. And a lot of times what happens is these kids end up working alongside with their mom while one of us coaches is on the computer screen, which is super cool that these kids are learning much earlier than a lot of us did how to take care of their bodies.
1: Fantastic, Debbie. And what about the people who have never picked up a weight in their lives? Like, Do you have content for them?
0: Absolutely, yes. We have a whole form series where we take every move very slowly and explain exactly how it should be done because safety first, of course. Our rule is you have perfect form or you're going to not do the move, basically. Like, it is for all levels. My mom is... Don't say I said this. She's 67 and she does my workouts and she modifies as needed. So this is for all ages.
1: Well, no, no one will ever know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So if you want to learn more about Debbie, then please um, just go to OnAirWithElla.com. You will have all of the links there in the show notes so that you can find Debbie easily. You can find her on Facebook at FitWithDeb and some of the other locations that she's mentioned. But don't write this down if you're driving. I promise I'll do the work for you, and you can just find it at OnAirWithElla.com. Debbie, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for letting me do this. I loved it. We'll see you
1: soon. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com, where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. If you like the show, here are two ways you can pay it forward. Tell a friend, help spread the word, and leave a review in iTunes or Stitcher, whichever one you use. That helps the show enormously get traction, and our goal is to spread the word. So if this show spoke to you in any way or it made you think of somebody who could get something out of it, share this with them. And if you want to send me feedback, you can do that directly. Here's how this works. Go to onairwithella.com, find the page that's called Connect, and send me an email. You can tell me anything you want to hear about, ways you think we can improve the show, or just what's on your mind. So I want to hear from you. If you have constructive feedback, tell me directly. If you love the show, share it with somebody and tell iTunes and or Stitcher every great review helps and we read every one thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me you are quite simply awesome